0: There is growing frustration this morning after it was revealed Alan Joyce will miss today's Senate aviation inquiry. The former Qantas boss is overseas and there is no guarantee he'll return before the committee reports its findings, which are set to be handed down on October 9. Inquiry chair Senator Bridget McKenzie is calling on Mr Joyce to front up, saying he at least owes that to the airline's loyal customers, shareholders and staff. Let's bring in Home Affairs Minister... Claire O'Neill and Shadow Finance Minister and Chair of the Cost of Living Committee, Jane Hume. Good morning to both of you. Uh, Claire, there are headlines all around the country this morning. This one from the Daily Telegraph. I'm not sure whether you guys can see because I know you're standing outside, Jane. Uh, reward wanted, uh, globe trotting Joyce evades Senate. Does he have a right to be a holidaying with his mum in Ireland or should he be fronting up to that Senate inquiry, Claire?
1: Oh, look, I mean, it, he's he's entitled to do what he wants to do, but he's got public responsibilities, I think, to front up and talk to the Australian people about what's happened here. I mean, um, he has taken the Qantas brand and made it one of the most contempted in Australia right now, and that's for really good reason. Um, people have been treated really shabbily by this airline Uh, They've had flights cancelled. We've got a scandal here where it's alleged that Qantas sold tickets to people on flights they knew would never take off. And these all happened under his tenure and his leadership. And I think it's perfectly fair and right for Australians to get some answers out of this bloke about how all that happened.
0: Yeah, Jane, what happens here? Vanessa Hudson, the new CEO, and Richard Goida, the chairman, are going to be um, giving evidence today. What happens here? Because it sounds like um, the committee will be reporting before he's due back.
2: Yeah, it is in fact a contempt, Nat, to ignore uh, a request from a Senate committee to appear. And in fact, when Alan Joyce did appear in front of the Senate Cost of Living Committee that I chair, it took a few very sternly worded emails to encourage him to turn up. Now that was a pretty scarring experience, really? I think, for Alan Joyce when he realised. Well, yes, no. absolutely, when he realised. Absolutely he kept saying no uh, but eventually we, said, we made it very clear that it is a contempt of the Parliament a contempt of the Senate not to front up to a Senate committee. Eventually he did turn up and found himself under the pump from not just Coalition Senators but also uh, those right across the Chamber on so many things. Those ghost flights that uh, that uh, that Claire spoke about. The protection racket that was being run for Qantas pre- preventing Qatar Airways from taking on those additional routes and what that would have done for the cost of airfares. Already the airline inquiry that's chaired by my colleague Bridget McKenzie has heard from an economist from Qantas that has since retired that had those Qatar airway routes been opened up that airfares would be somewhere between 7 to 10% lower right now. So I do think that Alan Joyce has some questions to answer. Mm, it doesn't sound like we will though but we'll hear from the heads of Qantas today. Moving on,
0: today marks the final day in office for Victorian Premier Dan Andrews who even shocked his own colleagues yesterday by resigning after nine years in the top job. Uh, Claire what would you say is the impact he's had on the country in big forums like National Cabinet?
1: It's been absolutely massive, Nat. Um, It is a a really, really important day for us in Victoria. Uh, This person has been, um, you know, an icon really in our lives for uh, a very long time now. Um, He's won three elections in a row, all with increased majorities for him. And I know there's lots of people... (laughs) <laughs> excuse me, writing newspaper articles who didn't like much uh, about Daniel Andrews. I can say the Victorian people felt very differently, and they showed that at the ballot box. Uh, you don't see a lot of leaders with the strength and courage and will and drive that Daniel Andrews had for our state. He's done amazing things, and everywhere I look in my community, I see real rebuilt schools, I see level crossings gone, I see infrastructure projects that were funded, and um, he's been a great leader of our state, and I'm very sorry to see him go. He's also my constituent, so from that perspective, I'm very <laughs> happy for him that he's getting more- more time with this beautiful family.
0: Yeah, Jane, it's quite mixed, isn't it? Um, other people are saying Victoria's falling apart and the state is broken, but he has a lot of supporters too.
2: Look, I've never been ungracious when one of my colleagues retires, and after 21 years I do wish Daniel Andrews well in his retirement, but quite frankly I feel very different to Claire. My state is broken, and it's broke, $220 billion in debt, that's four times the debt when Daniel Andrews came to office. We've had numerous uh, reports from the IBAC of a systemic corruption that have been dismissed outright by this Premier, because he has contempt for the media, contempt for institutions, he's politicised our institutions, and he's dismissed both uh, political adversaries and colleagues alike. I actually think that he's debased our politics, and as my mother would say, good riddance to bad rubbish. (laughs) But Jane, Jane,
1: why why is he so popular then, um, from your perspective? Because I I have to say, I see it very differently. What I see is a politician who actually um, is one of the first people that's developed a direct relationship with his voters in a way that was impossible before technology, and all these newspapers for the state for 262 or, or, days But, but Jane for Jane, with but Jane curfews, then won with, with, such, an steel, majority, with, then one with such an increased majority then won with such an increased majority because and, the he, truth he,
2: is Victorians Victorians were proud of his leadership under a really really difficult a woman time. in her pajamas Jane Clare's right for he dissenting kept winning on elections on a lot of premiers would like his record wouldn't they Unfortunately, I think that is, in fact, the case. But I think that our state is far worse for the presence of Daniel Andrews, and I'm very pleased to see him go. So would all of those people that were scarred by the longest lockdowns in the world. 262 days and some of the most draconian measures. Fencing off playgrounds, uh, having move-along instructions to old ladies sitting on park benches. It was a disgraceful behaviour. And of course, the most chronically mismanaged hotel quarantine in the country. More deaths in aged care than in any other state. Claire, you were shadow aged care minister at the time. How can you possibly say that Daniel Andrews did a good job?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, we live in a democracy, Jane, and the Australian people and the Victorian people get to decide and they absolutely, fundamentally and profoundly disagree with you and at the end of the day, that's what matters. This person changed our state for the better forever and I'm really grateful to him for the leadership he showed our state over those long years. Claire, okay, I both reckon had given your a glass say. of wine and
2: a late night, I think you'd speak very differently because the contempt he felt for his colleagues, particularly okay. those in different factions, was very different to the way that you're expressing it now.
0: OK, well, no wine here because it's breakfast but he was a very successful, yet a very controversial figure. He goes at 5pm today. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week.